words on water. This episode is brought to you by Atcor, a leader in high-quality, ETL-verified, PVC-coated, rigid steel conduit. Corrosion is an extremely costly and dangerous problem that destroys the physical integrity of conduit and fittings. ETL verification and UL6 safety standards ensure proper PVC-coating adhesion for long-term conduit system protection, even in the harshest environments. Atcor's Calbon PVC-coated conduit is ETL-verified for performance and UL6 listed for safety. For more, visit calbon.com. Welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. This is the host, Travis Loop. Joined for this episode by Mike Lang, Senior Product Manager at Atcor, we're going to talk about corrosion. Mike, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. So this is a, this is a subject we have not covered in our 200 plus episodes of the podcast yet. So good new content, new ground for our, for our audience. Uh, corrosion. Um, love to kind of get you to give us a little bit of a, a crash course in Corrosion 101. What is it? Why does this happen? Where does it happen? Why is it a problem? So there's mm-hmm. like five questions in one for you. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, well, corrosion, um, you know, it's a, it's a natural process of the degradation of materials um, due to the, you know, the, the chemical and, and uh, breakdown of, of the material. So specifically, you know, it happens in steel. We're most commonly, uh, we're, you know, we're talking about steel corrosion which would be, um, you know, red rust, you know, we see stuff rusting, that is the process of corrosion. So, um, you know, specifically in, in water and wastewater, you get a lot of, uh, you got water, which is one of the mediums for, for starting the process of corrosion, but you also have, you know, chemicals and, and microbiological elements there to kind of increase that uh, likelihood and increase the speed of corrosion. So most of the time, you know, in my world, we're talking about electrical conduit systems, which is made out of uh, galvanized, you know, ferrous iron steel um, conduit, you know, and the effects of the, the conduit systems uh, in those applications where, you know, corrosion is present or prevalent. So basically it's the, it's the like I said, the breakdown of the, the steel conduit um, by chemical or mechanical breakdown uh, from corrosion. So um, the actual process is, is, you know, at the molecular level where ions are moving from one spot to another. Uh, you know, steel in itself is made up of a number of different metals, you know, iron, uh, tin, magnesium, and the such. And they, the fact that they are, they're different um, materials, the ions will actually move from one spot to another. Um, usually when, when water is introduced to it, you'll actually have um, you have, you have iron on one side mixed with tin. Those are two dissimilar metals. The ions want to move from one spot to another. It, it, it develops a, a, an anode and a cathode. 
and the anode will sacrifice its ions to the cathode, and it will actually have material ions moving from one spot to another. So your iron is sacrificing ions. It's going to leave a pit or damage to the to the actual that spot. And what we see is when the ions, you know, go to the cathodic side or the like, say tin or magnesium, and it piles up. That's the red rust that we see. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's the, that's the actual kind of chemicals or you know the, the the scientific breakdown of corrosion, and specifically in water where you have you know, lots of water, you have elements there, you got different chemicals and stuff like that will speed up the process. Why is it a problem? What's the, what's the problem when this corrosion occurs? You, you see that reddish brownish color. I mean, what's, what's the real problem of that? So, you know, obviously like in, in tanks and stuff like that, where you have, you know, you'll go get, you know, the degradation of the material of the steel itself, it'll, it'll go all the way down to where it just doesn't work anymore. So, you know, you got holes in tanks and, and you got leaking and just a complete failure on electrical systems. It's even worse because uh, steel conduit holds electrical conductors. You got, you got wires in there powering the plant and it's there to protect those wires from the, the elements. Um, so if you start to have steel conduit systems rusting and corroding out, um, you'll actually, you can, you can be in danger of electrical failure, electrocution and shock and fire and all these other bad things that'll happen when you start to uh, get a damaged electrical system. And I'd love to go into, you mentioned why water facilities might be particularly prone to corrosion challenges. Water, mm-hmm. right? That's a, that's a big part of it. Um, could you just elaborate on that a little bit and, and uh, the challenges for water facilities, uh, why corrosion is going to occur there, the chemical factor, all those kind of pieces? Yeah, well, I mean, generally you're, you're treating water like in a wastewater situation, you're, you're treating it with different chemicals to, you know, get rid of the bad, the bad stuff. But, um, you know, the presence of, of stuff like ammonia or carbon dioxide, and, um, and there's a whole host of, of different chemicals involved in that, which will accelerate the corrosion. Um, but you also have you know, specifically in wastewater, you have microbiologically induced corrosion where the actual living microbes that you're dealing with in, in water and wastewater will also accelerate it. So you'll have to you take, take measures to stop that process or at least greatly slow it down. Because, you know, like I said, it is a natural process. It's going to happen. Mm. You know, corrosion is going to happen when you're mixing, you know, when you're creating steel, you have different metals involved and they want to get back to the kind of base elements, separate. We've mixed them together through the process of making the steel, you know, the natural process is for it to corrode over time. Hmm. So specifically it, yeah. water, you've got, you just, those, those elements make that happen faster. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, you've got concerns about tanks and, and those kind of pieces, but I think when we talked before, there's also concerns about electrical um, and what corrosion, how corrosion can impact some of that. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about specifically in the steel conduit systems. Conduits, conduits, gotcha. Yeah. Um, could you talk a little bit more about the problems that can be posed here uh, at water facilities if you've got a corrosion problem with conduits or or other parts? You know, um, what kind of what kind of issues that can cause? Well, um, well, like I said, it, it's it can cause um, you know complete failures of your of your electrical system, meaning mm-hmm. that the plant will go down. You know, you, you, you're lost, uh, if you, once you lose power, you know, due, due to, you know, corroding out electrical systems, you get shorts, uh, in, in the, the electrical system, it goes down, you got, you got plant down. 
Um, if it's anywhere near uh, any kind of you know explosive areas or where there, where things can actually catch on fire, um, you know, because when the conduit system breaks down, then you got exposed wires, you could expose conductors, you know, when they start to get damaged and expose the, the copper under nine, you're running power through those. Um, all it would take was a spark and some kind of accelerant to start a fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, obviously in, in like an oil and gas situation where you got, you know, petrochem industry, they're very, very cautious of this because they have explosives around. Um, not so much in, in water and wastewater, you know, water facilities would be much more like, you know, uh, fire, or uh, safety hazards where the, the conduit system can become electrified, the actual conduit itself, the steel, and you have people walking by, they get electrocution, you know, um, then it's a physical safety hazard to humans. Sure, sure. All right, let's pivot to solutions here, um, away, away from the challenge and the problem. So what, what can be done to control corrosion, especially at water facilities? Well, it's really a matter of, of selecting the right materials that are that are corrosion resistant to begin with. Um, you know, stainless steel is probably one of the best ones as far as a steel solution because it is corrosion resistant itself. The makeup of the of stainless steel um, makes it corrosion resistant. It's a mixture of of steel and nickel and molybdenum is a is a chemical involved, and, and it creates a passive layer that protects the steel from uh, corrosion. As, as the chromium starts to oxide or to interact with oxygen, it creates a, a chromium oxide, which is a clear layer that makes it stainless. Um, obviously, that would be a very, very expensive solution for water plants. So typically, you'd use a PVC-coated GRC. GRC is galvanized rigid conduit. It's what we were talking about, steel conduit. It's got a layer of, of zinc that protects it from corrosion, but really that's for normal locations. That's kind of normal atmosphere protection. Zinc will, will uh, you know, it's galvanized around the, the conduit, around the steel. It sacrifices itself to the, to the elements, uh, creates a zinc oxide layer um, and will protect against corrosion. But like I said, that's kind of normal situations when you got a, a highly caustic, a lot of chemicals, a lot of water, you know, a lot of wash down, that kind of stuff. You'd want a PVC coated GRC. So you're, you're putting a, a physical barrier between the elements and your conduit system. So you got okay. uh, 40, 40 mils or 41 thousandths of an inch of PVC over the zinc layer. So now you have two layers of uh, corrosion protection above the steel. How would you say uh, the water sector is doing in this area of corrosion control? What would be your assessment based on you know, your, your, what you see out there? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they do a pretty well, pretty good job. I mean, you know, um, I mean, most, well, all places that I know of are using some sort of corrosion resistant material, um, whether it be stainless steel in certain applications in certain areas where it's really, really caustic. PVC coated is most prevalent that I see. Mm. Um, aluminum conduit is another one that they use. So I, I think they're very aware of it. I think they do a pretty good job. It's just a matter of, you know, educating them on the newest technologies and and what areas, what kind of corrosion are we seeing? How damaging is it? Are they using a sturdy enough solution? Um, from regular steel to aluminum, which would be, which is good because it's corrosion resistant, but it's lightweight and, and not, not quite as, as strong as steel. 
up to PVC coated steel. And then ultimately, like I said, stainless steel would probably be the best. So out of those, you know, I, I think they're doing a pretty good job. They got a lot to choose from, but mm. a matter of making sure that you understand why are we corroding? What's making it corrode? And is our solution good enough to, to, uh, to last as long as we want it to last? You've, you've obviously mentioned a lot about the materials uh, that are being used out there. We know that technology is changing all the time and science and even, you know, materials that are used and produced. Um, what's, what's changing on that front and how might it change in the years ahead? How might this whole, you know, the tack and materials in con- corrosion control evolve? Really, it's just a matter of, uh, like I said, selecting the right materials. Um, as far as, as newest technologies is, is uh, what kind of coatings we're using. I mean, historically, we use polyvinyl chloride uh, to adhere. You know, it's PVC to adhere to, to galvanized steel. Um, you know, different uh, uh, tests that, that are done on the, the bond, because really, when it comes down to a PVC coated, it's, it's about the bond when you're um, when you're dealing with these systems, that, that the PVC is is on there good enough that's going to last. Like we said, do we understand how caustic are we talking, or how corrosive is it? Is the bond going to last? And and do you have two layers, like I said, with the zinc and the PVC coating? Mm-hmm. Um, as it evolves, we we probably see uh, a movement away from polyvinyl chloride to kind of a more green solution. Mm-hmm. Um, different kinds of polymers that could be used. Um, and then ultimately, you know, switching to a, just a higher grade on uh, stainless steel solutions. And can we get that that solution to be more cost effective uh, solution? Because really, it is the ultimate. Mm. Okay. And the combination of the two. There's there's also PVC coated aluminum um, that is out there, but not not quite as prevalent. Um, it's a great solution because the underlying material aluminum is corrosion resistant plus it gets the protection of pvc um so there's a lot of different things that it's out there that can be you know improved upon yeah well it'll it'll be interesting to watch how this this evolves over time uh, as everything kind of tends to um well mike i uh I appreciate your time and the information and perspective here uh you know people in the water sector are definitely because of water's abilities and the chemicals there know that corrosion is an issue and something that's got to be paid attention to. So thank you very much. No problem. Words on water.